Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Happy Wednesday morning, Daniel. Good to be here, brother. No, it's not happening. No, I'm tired. Oh, I, oh. It's not happening. Oh. I'm not. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm telling you, this case is wearing me out. Is this it? is not happening. Yeah. It is. It's mentally like draining to yeah. me. I, I got to tell you, folks, I'm getting tired of this, like, Back and forth with this nonsense, with these imbeciles on social media, email, and elsewhere. These people don't understand the grave situation we're in with everything that's going on right now. I mean, we are facing probably one of the biggest constitutional crises in our our republic in modern times. And there are people in the media like this lunatic... Uh, jerk. I don't even know. I'm trying to keep this somewhat family friendly. Joe Scarborough, <laughs> this this lunatic on MSNBC comes out yesterday and says, hey, man, all this spying was done by the book. Yeah, yeah, it was done by the book. The Communist Manifesto. <laughs> That's the book you're referring to, you dope. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe how many people are skewering their reputations, are taking like a shish kebab on open charcoal flames, skewering their reputations for the rest of their lives to go on the record on their own television shows and defend the defend the police state when they know all of this is going to come out in the long run. It is just stunning. It is stunning how many people who want you to take them seriously. Mm-hmm. Rachel Maddow. Chuck Scarborough or Joe Scarborough. Chuck Scarborough was a guy up in New York. Uh, Joe Joe Scarborough, the, the Brian Stelter Costanza at CNN, all these lunatic conspiracy theorists who are, I mean, I mean thro- burning their reputations in an open garbage can yeah. because they just can't get past the fact that orange man bad. We don't like Trump. It is disgusting. Oh, sorry, folks. I don't really open the show like that. Nah. but I, I'm really I'm not lying to you this show is a raw emotional show yeah there's no teleprompter there's no scripts and you get what I got every day and today you got a little bit of anger oh so it's funny I was just reading on Facebook some lady said can you talk a little lower on your show no not today sorry you may <laughs> want to re- fast forward to tomorrow's show we're waiting for the Mueller report to come out tomorrow that's going to be huge that's going to be a big show here's yeah. what I got for you today rant over I'm going to prep you for what to see in this Mueller report and what to look for. There's a scam he's pulling. I'm going to expose the scam for you. Don't worry. I also want to get to some tax stuff and some Bernie stuff to show you what hypocrites these Democrats are and how little they know in this black hole of knowledge they live in. All right. Today's show brought to you by our buddies at GenuCell. Listen, we love GenuCell in this house. They make the best products for skin. Everybody in my house uses it. My mother-in-law, this is why she looks 20 years old, because of GenuCell. You wish that double chin would just disappear? <laughs> are those bags and puffy? It's true. Are those bags and puffiness getting a little worse every day? Here's Robin S. from Lubbock, Texas. I put the jawline cream in my neck about two or three days ago. It's the best my neck has looked in over 20 years. Several people told me my face looks young. I am blown away with GenuCell's natural actives and a pure antioxidant base with no parabens, chemical scents, and no pharmaceutical preservatives. It's the clean luxury your skin, yes, you, deserves every day. Order right now. These sponsors want to be here talking to you. These are good companies. I use them. Order right now, and the GenuCell Jawline treatment is yours absolutely free for ordering the classic GenuCell plant stem cell therapy for bags and puffiness. Here's what you got to do. Text the word YOUNG, because that's how you want to look. YOUNG to 77453. Or go to GenuCell.com. That's GenuCell.com. GenuCell works for men. It works for women. The results are in 12 hours or less. And the GenuCell immediate effects is also included free. Order now. Get free three-day shipping. Text YOUNG 
877-453 or go to GenuCell.com. That's GenuCell.com. All right, let's go. Give me a bell ring, Joe. I need something to get me. There you go, brother. You know what? I'm going to start with this first because I don't know how long this is going to take and it's important. The Mueller probe is going to drop tomorrow. The Mueller report, I should say, covering his witch hunt, disgraceful stain on American history probe of a president for a crime that never happened. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're a regular listener to the show and I cover this, this is is where I'm going in book two. My second book on this, Exonerated, The Failed Takedown of Donald Trump by the Swamp. Please pick it up. You've been really helpful in helping us uh, get an idea what the pre-orders are going to look like. The whole purpose of the Mueller probe, ladies and gentlemen, is for Mueller to keep the attention on Donald Trump. And this is, I believe, what his report is going to say. Keep the heat on Donald Trump. Keep the heat away from Hillary Clinton, the DOJ, and others. And the purpose of the Mueller probe was to keep it open as long as possible to keep said heat on Donald Trump. Now, to keep the heat on Trump and to rescue the reputation of the Department of Justice and FBI, we tracking. Joe, please tell me as the audience on oh, Buzzman, yeah. this makes sense because what I'm going, what I'm where I'm going to go with this, preparing you for this drop tomorrow. You will be more prepared than anyone when you're done with this show. Will not make sense if you don't understand that. I will. The Mueller probe has to rescue the reputation of the DOJ and keep the heat on Donald Trump. How will they do that? The reputation of the Department of Justice and FBI, they went all in on one particular thing to save themselves. What was it? The dossier. (laughs) (laughs) See, you put me in a better mood. Good. I was really blanked (laughs) off when you get it. When I got on the air. Really, I'm furious. Joe Scarborough. They did everything by the book. Yeah, Joe. Okay. Are you smoking bongs in your office, Joe? <laughs> Seriously, you and Mika hitting the, hitting the, hitting the skunk weed in the office, the chocolate tie. What are you doing back there, chocolate tie. folks? <laughs> I think that was when I was a kid. So my neighborhood, I did not do drugs. So listen, kids, if you're listening, don't do them. I didn't do them, but a lot of people around me did in New York City. Oh. I remember all kinds of funny names. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure in the music field you were in, Joe. You have no experience with That's this why at all. I was laughing, either. dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I can only yeah. imagine what Joe's yeah. stories. Jeez, we may have to do a NC17 oh, show for no. that. So this guy, he was a music guy. That's why he looks like Elvis. Uh, LA in the eighties. Understand. Yes, right. The FBI based its entire case on the dossier. That was plan B, okay? Mm -hmm. Plan B for them, not the FBI, but the Obama administration in general, the larger picture plan A, was to spy on on political opponents, Mike Flynn and others, using human assets, Stefan Halper and others, unmasking, basically wiretapping people, and misuse of the NSA database. That was their original plan. When that broke down, Devin Nunes talks about, uh, well, I talk about plan B, but he calls it the legal spying. So the FBI needed now a legal reason when a lot of that broke down because people started to say, hey, what's going on over here with this NSA database? And I think they were afraid of whistleblowers. They wanted to put a legal face on the spying. So they go to the FISA court. They go to the FISA court with this Russian collusion fairy tale that comes from one spot. Sorry for rehashing this, but it's important. And one spot only. And Joe Biden math, one spot only. Oh, one spot only. It comes from the dossier. I'm putting up four fingers for you audio listeners. So for Bob Mueller to rescue the reputation of the FBI that sunk their legal FISA court spying, sunk their reputation into the dossier, Mueller has to do what? He has to put some teeth on the dossier. 
and make it appear semi-legitimate so that later on his buddies and pals in the FBI, Comey, Baker, remember Mueller's a career insider, will look like, well, this was just an honest mistake. We got a warrant to spy. It was a credible source in Christopher Steele. And the information just turned out to be bad in the end. But look, in the end, we eventually got some really bad guys in jail. I wrote it down like this. The FISA is plan B. The dossier is the FISA. Mueller follows the dossier as a roadmap. That's the whole point of book two, how Mueller in their final chapters, how Mueller follows the dossier like a roadmap to rescue his buddy Comey and the FBI to make it appear that the dossier had some meat on the bone. Okay. Does does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, you're cool. Ombudsman Joe, thank you. This isn't too hard. You're good. All right. I just, I, I haven't got any emails where people are confused in a long time, so that's why I rely on, and I know some of you, and I understand, uh, you say, well, will you repeat yourself a lot? I do, I get it, and I understand that, ladies and gentlemen, but I do it so when you leave this show, there's no doubt. So, I believe the Mueller report, which is going to drop tomorrow, manana, is going to cover two bases. Base number one is what I just described. It is going to be a report that tries to legitimize a dossier that is illegitimate. It is going to do that by making the people in the dossier and the spying component seem legitimate because the people they were spying on were really bad guys. Okay. Secondly, the new standard the Democrats have put out for information that will be in this uh, Mueller report, I have no doubt, is, well, it's going to contain a lot of negative information about Trump and we should use that. Negative information. Wow, that's hysterical, Joe. Negative information is the new standard. Are we serious? Negative information. So just to be clear, there's no probable cause to charge him with a crime, the Trump team, and Trump himself for any collusion, right? How do we know that? Because no one was charged with a crime for collusion. Nobody. Nobody. Not Papadopoulos, not Flynn, not Cohen. No one was charged with conspiracy to collude with the Russians uh, on behalf of the Trump team to overthrow the results of the election or toss them into chaos. Nobody was charged with that. So there was no evidence of a crime. So the Democrats who can't let that go will say, well, if there's enough negative information, we're going to use that. I find this hysterical. Why, Joe? Because Jim Comey gave a July 5th, 2016 speech about Hillary Clinton and her email scandal that was about 20 straight minutes, Joe, of negative information about what Hillary did, how they used horrible judgment, how they set up a private server. In the original speech, they talked about her emailing Barack Obama from foreign soil. That was wiped out later. This is all, Joe, negative information. Yes, sir. But notice how when it's negative information on Hillary and Democrat cronies, we're supposed to forget all of that. Don't you worry. That's not the, these are not the droids you're looking for. (laughs) This is not the negative information you're looking for. But when it's negative information on Trump, then yes, that negative information is gospel, should be used for impeachment, character assassination, should be used for repeated political attacks. The Mueller report will serve up, I'm sure, a bevy of negative information not related to any crime whatsoever. If I investigated Joe, Paula, or anybody else, with the assets applied to the Mueller probe, I assure you I'd find negative information too. Definitely. The question is, was a crime committed? And the answer is no. 
So when your friends bring up the negative information standard, you should ask them, well, there's the negative information about Hillary count. What about the negative information about the Trump Tower meeting? Where the people that showed up who had connections to Hillary Clinton and people were, that's negative information. Does that matter? No, no, not that negative information. No. What about the Ukrainian lawmaker, Sergei Lyshenko, who Nelly Orr admits they were getting information from, Fusion GPS, while they were under contract with Hillary? In other words, the textbook definition of foreign collusion. What about that then negative information? No, no, that negative information doesn't matter either. This is your answer. I'm setting you up, ground ball. Ground ball. Bunt. Here you go. Bunt. You want to keep the uh, the bat this end of the bat high when you're bunting. It's important. If you dip it low, you'll pop it up. I love baseball. <laughs> it's my favorite sport. Keep that. Remember, catch the ball with the bat. There you go. When you, this is a bunt. Remember my big fat Greek wedding? It's a bunt cake. A bunt? A bunt. A bunt. A bu- remember yes. that? A, bu- what the, a bunt? Remember they bring the bunt cake? I love that scene. A bunt. What's a bunt? This is a bunt. When they tell you, oh, it's full of negative information. Okay, great. So negative information is all the new standard for destroying the character of people. Well, let's go down the list. Hillary's connections to the people in Trump, the Trump Tower meeting. Does that matter? No, 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 not that. The Ukrainians? What about that? What about the Hillary email scale? All the stuff that came out with that, that scandal. That was Obama. What about Benghazi? IRS, Fast and Furious. That was all negative information. No, 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 none of that matters. All right, moving on. That's the negative information talking about you. I'm telling you, you heard it here first. You're going to hear it and you're going to laugh now. I got a bunch of negative information in there. The second point on this Mueller report is going to be to character assassinate people involved in the largest components of this scandal to rescue the dossier and the reputation of the FBI. Let's go to this Paul Sperry piece first in Real Clear Investigations. Let me see. See, we're working on a trick here, my wife and I. Nice! My wife and I were engaged in verbal judo before this. Paula, I love her to death, but she's mad at me right now. Paula, how married are you and me at a scale of 1 to 10? She's a 15. I'm not kidding, by the way. This is a real show. This is a real husband-wife duo. She's very upset at me. But we're working on a sign because sometimes when we do this stuff, I don't give the proper cues. So this is my sign. Folks, if you're missing this on audio, youtube.com slash bungee. One more time for the sign. Swing. So she, we Schwing. did the sign and it was right up there. Do you like the sign? Yeah. This is not a comedy show today. I'm sorry. I'm just really fired up about all this crap. Go- I mean it. I'm, re- I'm really upset and I'm trying to put on a good show for you <laughs> the, through my rage. It's bur- That's just burning in me right the now sign is over funny. the stupidity of me. <laughs> Yeah, this, uh, now that there you, we go. Uh, yeah, thank you. You like that? So Real Clear Investigations, Paul Sperry, a terrific researcher. I highly recommend you follow him on Twitter. He has this piece up. The GOP fears Mueller's collusion bias lives on in a final report. I've told you from the start, the whole purpose of the Mueller investigation is to cover up all this nonsense, right? So Sperry writes in the piece that they're afraid that it's going to be tainted. And it's going to be tainted in such a way to make this collusion story appeal re- appear real, Why, Joe? Because remember, the FISA is plan B. The dossier is the FISA. If Mueller can make collusion at least appear real in his report, it'll make the dossier seem somewhat credible and save the reputation of the FBI. Okay, Sperry writes in the piece. First snippet. There you go. Our son. Now everyone in YouTube is going to wait for the sign. Okay. 
Senior Republicans on committees on Capitol Hill reviewed some of the same evidence Mueller's investigators have examined, complained that the special counsel's team of mostly Democrat prosecutors have shaded evidence in charging documents filed against a number of Trump associates for process crimes unrelated to collusion, mostly lying to investigators to suggest a broad conspiracy. They say that the special counsel and prosecutors misled the court and there we go. And the media by, among other things, editing the contents of emails. Listen to this. This gets great to cast a sinister shadow on otherwise innocuous communications among Trump advisors and by omitting exculpatory information. Wow, that was a really long way of saying the Mueller team are a bunch of hacks that are fabricating a story out of thin air about Russian collusion, selectively using emails. And when the emails say the opposite of what they want you to believe that Trump colluded with the Russians, what do they do? They leave those emails out. Exhibit one. Here we go. George (laughs) Papa D. Papa Dizzle. Papa D is the key. I did the sign. I'm waiting. The sign. We got to get the sign. (laughs) They cite. Here we go about Papadopoulos. In the charging documents against Papadopoulos, quoting Paul Sperry's piece. This is fascinating. They cite charging documents filed against Trump advisors, George Papadopoulos, Michael Cohen, and Lieutenant General Flynn as examples. The indictments that were made by the Mueller team are very questionable. And there's pieces of them that read like Russian spy novels, said Republican Devin Nunes, the top Republican on the House Intel Committee. This was done on purpose, he added, to create a narrative to make the American people think as they were indicting these people that this somehow this had to do with collusion with the Trump campaign and Russia. Mm-hmm. What is Nunes referring to? At one point in the charging documents, there's a footnote that cites an email. With pop mentioning Papadopoulos or and mentioning low level campaign surrogates going to Russia, Russia as, tr- as Tucker Carlson goes, Russia, <gasps> Joe, they got him, they got him, bingo, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Oh. In the charging document for Papadopoulos, to be clear, there's a footnote in there about low level campaign surrogates. In other words, Papadopoulos going yeah. to Russia. That's it, Joe. What else? We That's got it. it. Collusion. It's done. There we go. Hook, line, and sinker. Let's get a fishing pole in here. We got him. Get him in. All right. What's the problem with that? Well, what's left out of the charging document? An email from the Trump campaign saying we won't be doing these meetings, forbidding them from going to Russia. Mm hmm. Yep. Dude. Dude. Dude, this is what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Let me hat tip my buddy 279 too, because he brings this up all the time. Ladies and gentlemen, evidence does not mean a crime was committed. Okay? Right. Can we be clear on this? That's why it's called evidence and not proof. Joe, simple question. I'm going to go back to why this matters with Papadopoulos and how disingenuous this Mueller scam is. Okay. If a bank is robbed in your neighborhood, yes. I know where Joe lives, and Joe is near that bank mm-hmm. at the time it is robbed, would that be considered evidence that you could have robbed the bank? It could be, yes. Yes, it could be. Certainly. Yes, correct. Now, is that 
proof beyond a reasonable doubt or evidence beyond a reasonable doubt that Joe robbed. No, there are a lot of reasonable doubts. Right. Joe could have been going to the supermarket. Joe could have just been driving by while the bank was robbed. Mm-hmm. If we find out later that Joe, in fact, has receipts that he was in the TJ Maxx down the block at that time, it was just passing by, and is on video camera, time-stamped in the TJ Maxx, while the bank is being robbed, mm-hmm. there is evidence Joe was there at the scene of the bank robbery and evidence suggesting Joe didn't rob the bank. Thank you. Now do you, thank you, poor Joe. Do you understand now why negative information, eh, there's negative information about Trump, is not a standard. Negative information meaning what? That George Papadopoulos is in some email chain about low-level campaign surrogates going to Russia? Wow, that sounds pretty negative if you're trying to prove Russian collusion. Until you read the email with the Trump campaign telling him, we're not going to Russia. And you're not either. We will not be doing these meetings. That's (laughs) anti-evidence. Do you understand now why the Republicans are worried? Folks, to be crystal clear, nobody rational in D.C. on the Republican side, or even a rational Democrat if there is one left anymore, is worried about Trump collusion. There's no collusion. It's dead. Forget it. It's not going to happen. Don't worry about that. That is not going to be in there. But they are legitimately worried that the Mueller report is going to contain evidence entirely out of context. Context matters. Mm-hmm. There was a mugging on Armacost Corner. Joe had to do it. How do we know? Because he was home at that time. So? What does that mean? Well, he was in the area. So? No. So we're 5,000 other people. It had to be Joe because I think he colluded with the Russians. What are you talking about? This is what Mueller is doing. He is painting a picture for you. Put a pretty little tree like Bob Ross. Put a little lake, little river. Look at this gorgeous little waterfall. Remember Bob oh, Ross? You should put me to nice sleep. nice little Russian over there. Yeah, the Russians going to the <laughs> yeah, park. Nice little Russian, right? There's yeah, a, Bob Mueller. A... Mueller is the Bob Ross of federal prosecutors. A little he low is level, low level of... campaign worker, right over. There. Oh, happy campaign worker. <laughs> Stop! You're gonna make I, me laugh. I, I was but more fun when I was in a bad mood. Don't make me laugh. Okay, so just let's dial back a bit here. What we're talking about again? Two things in the report. Negative information out of context, which I wouldn't be surprised about at all, and efforts to rescue the dossier. The Papadopoulos portion of it is going to be an effort to rescue something other than the dossier. The Papadopoulos portion is going to be an effort to rescue the DOJ, the FBI, or, because we're not sure who was managing this, the international intel community that act as friendlies with the United States from their entrapment scheme using Joseph Mifsud against Papadopoulos. Paint Papadopoulos as a really bad guy. That way, when it comes out that friendly intel agencies were trying to entrap George Papadopoulos on behalf of the Obama administration, uh, intel officials and others who wanted to make him look like a bad guy to destroy the Trump campaign and paint them with this Russian colluder label that didn't that was nonsense. If we can paint Papadopoulos in the Mueller report as a really bad guy, we will rescue component one, the entrapment scheme. 
component two that needs to be rescued is going to be the spying scheme, which intersects with Carter Page and the dossier. They're not discrete elements, but somebody initiated this human spying scheme. So again, I'm telling you the Mueller report, I find it highly likely based on Mueller's previous behavior in charging documents that the second component of this is going to be to paint Flynn as a really bad guy as well in his report. He prosecuted Papadopoulos. He prosecuted Flynn. Now, we're basing this on Sperry's piece. This is the part about Mike Flynn. On Sperry's piece and his reading of the charging documents, which we've covered on the show before. Remember, in the charging documents for Papadopoulos, hold that up there. Um, if Hold that up there for a second. Uh, in the charging documents for Papadopoulos, he doesn't mention that the, the, you know, the emails about don't go to Russia. Look what happened with Flynn from the piece. Republicans say the special counsel also demonstrated collusion bias in its complaint against Mike Flynn, former prosecutors say. Mueller charged the retired general with lying to FBI investigators about his conversation with the Russian ambassador during the transition, even though one of the investigators, Trump critic Peter Stroke, quote, had the impression at the time that Flynn was not lying or did not think he was lying, according to the FBI's own internal documents. In fact, Former FBI Director James Comey has said Flynn provided truthful answers and wasn't intentionally misleading investigators on January 24th, 2017, when he was questioned. Folks, are we sensing a little bit of a pattern here? So Papadopoulos gets prosecuted by Mueller for nothing related to collusion, but writes about a whole bunch of ridiculous Russia nonsense in the charging documents unrelated entirely to misstatements to the FBI Papadopoulos made. In there, he leaves out the exculpatory information telling Papadopoulos not to go to Russia. And he repeats the exact same pattern with Mike Flynn. Now, with Papadopoulos, they got to keep the heat off the entrapment. They tried to entrap him. With Flynn, they have to keep the heat off the human spying component, which was being, I, I have no question anymore, was being managed through Stefan Halper, a noted informant for the CIA and FBI that appears has a bug in for Flynn. I don't know who puts him up to it, but as far back as 2014, appears to be informing on Mike Flynn, who is a noted critic of the Obama administration and their policy on both terrorism and the Iran deal. They have to paint Papa D as a bad guy because then they can say what, Joe? Well, we were trying to entrap him because we thought he was Russia. He was dealing with the Russians. They have to paint Flynn as a bad guy. Why were you spying on Flynn using a, a human intelligence asset, a spy? Well, he was a really bad guy, Joe, so we just had to do it. Oh, okay, cool. Watch for <laughs> watch for this in the Mueller in the Mueller report. Watch for how they write about Papadopoulos. Watch to see if they include the Flynn, the fact that the FBI didn't think he was lying, even though they charged him with lying. Watch how that is all magically left out. It's negative information. Watch. If you don't know that the negative information is spin left out of context, you'll be under the assumption that this is in some way damaging. An email to set up a foreign meeting in Russia isn't even damaging in and of itself. It's even less damaging when you find out the campaign said, we're not doing those meetings. I got one more here for you. Let's get to this. These are great companies. They're here with us. They love to be here. They love to talk to you. And I like working with them. 
Today's show also brought to you by our buddies at Policy Genius. Can you believe it's already April? It's crazy. A time is a, a habit of getting in the way here, you know? But if you have a mortgage, kids, or anybody, depending on your income, you're going to have to spend some of that precious time getting life insurance. If you need life insurance, but you don't want to spend a ton of time going around comparing quotes, folks, listen, it can be a pain. Not with Policy Genius. Give Policy Genius a try. It's very, very easy to use, super user friendly. Don't spend all day on the phone. Just go to Policy Genius, policygenius.com. Policy Genius is the easy way to buy life insurance online. In just two minutes, you can compare quotes from the top insurers and find a price that works for you and a plan that works for you. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape, no commissions, no hidden, uh, hidden fees, just more time saved for you to get back to your life. And Policy Genius doesn't make just life insurance easy. They make it easy to find home insurance, auto insurance, or disability insurance. They're your one-stop shop for financial protection. So if you need life insurance, and you do, but you're short on time. Head to policygenius.com and compare quotes. Policy Genius is easy. It saves you money and not to belabor the point, but it is fast. Go to policygenius.com. We love them. Really, really easy to use. Okay. The third guy that I want you to look for in this piece and how he's written up in this piece is going to be Michael Cohen and his connections to Felix Sater. From the piece, nice, nice, sharp. A third troubling example Republicans point to is a special counsel's complaints against Trump's personal lawyer, Michael Cohen, which, like other court documents, included tantalizing hints of collusion. They got to save the dossier, Joe. Cohen's a key figure in the dossier, except it's all fake. Tantalizing hints of collusion that dissolved upon closer inspection. They say Mueller used the so-called Moscow Project talks. Uh, Trump's hope to build a skyscraper in Russia to connect Trump directly to Vladimir Putin during the campaign while withholding from the court details that would exonerate Trump of such collusion. Again, another example of them painting Cohen and his role as a middleman. Cohen's not a good guy, by the way. I don't trust Cohen as far as I could throw him and I couldn't yeah. throw him far. But they're trying to paint Cohen as some kind of conduit between Trump and Vladimir Putin. Remember, in the dossier, Cohen's the guy who sets up the payments for this whole scandal to get the DNC emails from WikiLeaks and the Russians and to pay off these key figures in the Russian government. It's all fake. That's the problem. So Papa D, they got to save entrapment and the reason for doing it. With Mike Flynn, they got to save themselves from the use of a foreign spy. Well, Flynn is a bad guy. With Cohen, they have to save the dossier. Cohen is a key figure in the dossier. And I will say it again. The FISA was plan B. And the dossier is the FISA. In order for Mueller to save their reputation, he has to put meat on the bone. He has to show Cohen is a really bad guy who was working with the Russians and had deep connections to Vladimir Putin. What's the problem, Joe? They didn't have those connections. In the Paul Sperry piece in the show notes, there's a hilarious part where the Mueller team, there were emails to the Putin folks. And it, was, it was to like an online address that went to the, 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 the basically like you email in the White House with the public email address. <laughs> Sounds like they were very connected. They were like this, show. They were really, Cohen oh, couldn't yeah. even get an, <laughs> a, a private email address for anybody in the Kremlin. <laughs> oh, that's wow. Was he, was he in deep or what? He was like the Sammy the Bull to John Gotti. I mean, are you kidding me with this stupidity? So the point on Cohen is Mueller leaves out in significant charging documents the fact that all of these communiques with Russia 
about building a project over there. One, we're totally legal. There's nothing illegal about a real estate developer building real estate in Russia or anywhere else, as long as they don't skirt the law here. And that's not what anybody's alleging. That's never been charged. And even worse, making it seem like there was some back channel, as Paul Sperry says in the piece, he quotes an insider over there. It's absurd. Cohen had such a back channel, Joe, that they had to email like, hey, email us at info at White House, whatever. <laughs> you know where that goes in the circular oh, file yeah. somewhere. Right? I mean, yeah. folks, there's no back channel. This is just Mueller trying to rescue the dossier. It's sad. It's pathetic. It's pretty gross, too. All right, let me move on because I've really hammered this over the last two days. But I think now, um, if you really pay close attention to that, you know exactly what's coming. Negative information, which you should respond back immediately. Well, negative information is not criminal, correct? Because if that was the case, Hillary Clinton would be in jail 10 times over. Also, negative information followed up by exculpatory information means that the negative information wasn't really negative, was it? Oh, you didn't do any of that homework, did you? Get ready. And read it for how it tries to paint a picture of Russian collusion that doesn't exist. There was no back channel. There was no Russian that met with Papadopoulos, agent of the Russian government. Mike Flynn was spied on. He was not connected to the Russians. He was not compromised by the Russians. This is all made up. It is a hoax and a big one. You know, I just realized I went totally out of order for the show. So Paula will go back in order now. She's not happy with me at all. Now that I went out of order, she's probably even less happy with me. It's like the War of the Roses in here today. Remember that movie? Oh, yeah. Was that Kathleen? Was that Kathleen? No, no, that was the lady. Yes, it was Kathleen Turner, Turner Michael yeah. Douglas. Yeah. War of the Roses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that movie. That's what it's like in here today. It's a little rough. We're going to have to draw a line. Don't they draw a line like down the middle yeah, of the draw, house yeah, at one point? Down the middle of the house. Yep. <laughs> I'm just kidding, folks. It's not that, but just messing with you. Uh, it's, you know, I got to get in a bed because I'm all right. Enough of me complaining. Bernie Sanders. Oh. I told you I had a few more cuts from the disastrous town hall for Bernie, not for Fox. The ratings were through the roof. It was the, the largest viewed town hall, I think, on any network. And I thought Brett Baer and Martha McCallum did a pretty darn good job. Listen, I don't say that because I worked there. I thought they did. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be using the sound bites otherwise. My show, Fox doesn't tell me what to put on this show. There was one outstanding one I thought was really classic where Martha McCallum tries to pin Bernie down on why he's such a grotesque hypocrite again on taxes. He wants everyone else to pay more taxes, of course, but he doesn't want to pay him themselves. This is a good one. That's on fine, Street. but I'm asking you about the wealthy and how much higher you would make it. You said yeah, you, I, you I don't agree that. with 70%. What would your number be? In the campaign in 2016, we talked about 52%. All right, so 52%. So would you be willing to pay 52% on the money that you made? Also. You can volunteer you can send it oh, you can volunteer too we have a but you suggested everybody in your bracket should do and martha why don't you give you make more money than i well, do. Why i, don't didn't, you I give? didn't suggest a wealth tax and she's not running for president and All right, but we're going to fight for a wealth tax and we're going to demand that we end the absurdity where major corporation after major company you know what no, in, this tax, bill, in this right tax now. bill that you are defending Families like the Koch brothers brothers get billions and billions of dollars in savings. 
That is absurd. Trump wants to repeal the entire estate tax. Huge tax breaks for billionaires. You got another question? Well, we have many questions. We have many questions. And listen, we want to get substance. We want to get details. Well, let's do it. And the audience has a ton of questions, too. <laughs> you know, there's this uh, cat in my gym, right? <laughs> this is a cool guy, man. He's like, I don't know. He's 60 or something. He looks younger than that, but I'm guessing. He works out a lot. And he must be like a ballroom dancer or something like that. Because he's always in there with one of those like unweighted bars and he's always doing like some, I'm not a dancer. I'm, I mean, I'm as flexible as a fire hydrant. I couldn't, although this guy, I know says I danced at my wedding and did a good job. There are hmm. significant portions of my wedding. I do not remember. I had, it had nothing to do with the alcohol. I'm just saying someone told me I was a good dancer. Once. Paula, was I a good dancer? Yeah, she says I was excellent. I don't remember that much. But the guy in the gym's dancing. He does this. He's really smooth, too. And people watch him sometimes. Why am I bringing any stuff? Did you see Bernie dancing? Oh, yeah. Martha McCallum asks him a simple question. Dude. Well, she doesn't call him dude, but I can. Dude, you're proposing a 52% tax for millionaires. You are a millionaire. Why not just pay the tax? Let me tell you about the Koch brothers. Let me tell you about Donald Trump. As a matter of fact, I saw this movie once when I was a kid, Old Yeller. This was a really good movie. Siskel and Ebert gave it two thumbs up. It was this story, but Bernie, yep. what the hell are you talking about? I asked you a simple question. Are you going to pay the tax rate you want the other millionaires like you to pay? Let me tell you about the burgers at McDonald's <laughs> on my corner. Yep. They are good burgers. Let me tell you, they put <laughs> extra pickles on the McDonald's burgers on the corner. Yeah. This is a good burger. I don't want to be told McDonald's <laughs> is a bad burger. Um, Bernie, come, we're going to try this one more time, okay? You are suggesting millionaires like you, limousine libs, and, and limousine conservatives too, you are suggesting they should pay a 52% tax rate. Are you going to pay that rate and lead by example? Let me tell you, Martha, you make yeah. more money than I do, Martha. Martha with a great comeback. Hey, yeah. Bernie, I'm not running for president, and I'm not suggesting a 52% tax rate, knucklehead. Martha, let me tell you about the Koch brothers. Yeah. Or are they the Koch brothers? I don't know because I have a hard time spelling. They are really bad. Matter of fact, the Koch brothers, I saw this guy one time, one of the brothers, and I wanted to backhand them, and I couldn't do it because it's against the law, Martha. <laughs> Martha's got to be looking at this guy like, yeah. I'm sorry, folks, I'm enjoying this Bernie Sanders stuff way too much today, I understand. <laughs> but this guy, that was the worst answer I have ever, and Bernie thinks this town hall was a huge success. Yeah. Let me just put a little meat on the bone for you, unlike Bob Mueller putting fake meat on the fake bone of the dossier. Speaking purely ideologically, what we stand for and what the libs stand for, we conservatives stand for economic freedom. We believe taxes should be collected and paid for to pay for constitutional functions of government that there's widespread disagreement on. I mean, excuse me, agreement on. Our military, our military, <laughs> maybe the courts. <laughs> I don't think we should be taxed. Everything should be taxed at the local level. But you get the hint. There's no hypocrisy there. 
Liberals want a tax to pay for economic growth. They want taxes to pay for schools. They want taxes to pay for everything. Your health care, your retirement via Social Security. Yet liberals don't want to voluntarily pay that. What's my point here? My point, folks, is there is no hypocrisy with conservatives. We donate extra money to things like charity and things like that because we believe it is a net good. My wife and I, thanks to many of you who buy some of our products out there, especially some of the shirts we, we sell on our website, we donate all of our proceeds to charity. No one forces us to do it. It's not written in our contract with the t-shirt company. We don't, we're not, nor are we looking for anybody's pat on the back. We do it because we genuinely believe it will change someone's life for the better. We Joe, I know Joe gives a lot of time to his church. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm sorry if I didn't mean to bring that up, Joe. If you're no, uncomfortable cool. with it, if you're not, you can you control the podcast. You can no, cut it out yourself. That's no, um, cool. But just tell Paula so she can cut it out of video. But yeah. Joe donates a lot of time to the church. He's a performer. It, yeah. It's a lot of time. I know it's time because sometimes I talk to him and he's tired on Monday. Yeah. Nobody forces Joe to do it. Nobody. He does it because he thinks he's creating a net public good. Yeah. It's a spiritual experience. He wants people to feel the tunes. They don't want to have to pay someone. So Joe does it. No one forces him to do it. My point here, folks, is the liberal philosophy is that government is a public good. Government should pay for economic growth, should pay for your retirement, should pay for your school, should pay for your hair care, should pay for your toenail care, your health care, everything, because it's a public good. So why don't people like Bernie voluntarily give extra money like conservatives do to charity? Why? Why do they have to be forced? Bernie has to be forced. How do we know? Because Martha asked him if he gave the extra money over, and he wouldn't answer, I will not give extra money. Let me tell you about Burger King. Hmm? He doesn't want to answer the question. Because he's a fraud. You're not a fraud. Be proud of that. You know, what's also fascinating. One more thing. I got a couple other things here. Jim, sorry. Um, They constantly, I played a clip a while back of Nomiki Konst, another liberal who was on Tucker Carlson's show, who I know, uh, well, I don't want to say personal, we're not like personal friends, but I know her from Fox. It's not personal, but she said something interesting. It's like, well, these individual choices, you know, to pay more taxes aren't going to make a difference. Ladies and gentlemen, the whole world is individual choices. People in government who vote, vote individual choices. They don't have a collective hive mind, folks. So if what you're saying is individuals won't make a difference because they can't be trusted to do the right thing and have to be forced to pay higher taxes, then why are the same individuals, when we elect them to government, why can they be trusted if you can't trust individuals? Hold on. This is the sound of me scratching my head on the YouTube. Have you... Do you understand how every argument liberals make is just dumb? You can't trust individuals to pay higher taxes because they won't do it. Why? Because they're bad. Okay, well, who makes the choices on the tax rates in government? Individuals. I thought you just said they were bad. No, no, when they get in government, they're good. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Thank you. Thanks for clearing that up, fellas. All right, another gem of a Bernie moment. This one is... This, I heard this in the car. I was in the car. Um, was I with my daughter? I think I was with Isabel, my daughter. And I said to Isabel, did you hear what he just said? This is Bernie Sanders. They're asking a question about felons in prison voting. This answer, I'd say shock you, but given it's Bernie, it might not. 
Do you believe that, that murderers and rapists or thieves or child molesters should have the right to vote from prison? Good question. All right, this is in my state. It, it, I, I recently researched this. It turns out that in our constitution in the state of Vermont, for hundreds of years, everybody has the right to vote, okay? So I think you make this division. If somebody does something terrible, they're a rapist, they're a murderer, we send them away. Sometimes we send them away from life. But I also think that integral to who we are as Americans, no matter what kind of terrible things you did, you're paying the price. Maybe you're in jail for the rest of your life, but you have the right to vote. I'm not kidding. I looked at my daughter. I said, Isabel, did you hear what he just said? Isabel, Paula, get Isabel. Is Isabel, see if she can come in. I'm not making this up. I, I, I said to her, I turned to her in the car. I said, did you hear what this guy just said? This guy wants murderers and rapists in prison to be able to vote. <laughs> Joe, has this guy thought this through? Yes, I need the murderers <laughs> and the rapists to vote. This is, uh, what did he say in there, by the way? This is, this is not who we are. Yes, no, it is. We are not murderers and rapists, Bernie. Thankfully, that's a very small sliver of the population. This is not who we are. Stop being murderers and rapists. No, it is, Bernie. Murderers, rapists, felons in prison don't get the vote, bud. Joe, has he thought through the potential conundrum that may be here? Uh, If prisoners Mm. can vote... yeah. Prisoners, by the way, who largely have to change their residency requirements because they're in prison and are all populated in one specific area. Say they're in a prison in Western Maryland, an area I know Joe's familiar with, which is populated mm-hmm. with prisons. You would have a bunch of prisoners, some who don't even didn't even grow up there, who are in jail, for, who can vote on the local policies impacting their own sentencing and elsewhere. Yep. Oh, isn't that a great idea? By the way, a lot of these prisons are concentrated in minority communities. How does that make you feel? Don't worry, folks, in minority communities. The Democrats are in it for you. They want people transplanted into your communities in prison, murderers and rapists, to be able to vote in your community. Good job. Well done, Democrats. Way to be in it for the little guy. Oh, my gosh. The knucklehead... Where's Isabel? I wanted Isabel to do a guest appearance. She's not there? Come on, Isabel. The audience has never seen you. They don't even know what you look like. They loved Amelia's appearance. But plus, she was just asking me for an opportunity to be on the show. Huh. All right. If she winds up showing up, Paula, tell her she's welcome on anytime. All right. Final ad today. Another great company. My Patriot Supply. I am not only a uh, podcast host which reads ads for My Patriot Supply. I am also a consumer. I have lots of their products. They are terrific products. You have to be prepared, folks. Let me ask you something. What are you doing when you install antivirus software? You play smoke detectors in your house, right? You sign a marriage prenup. That's interesting. You sign a marriage prenup. Preparing. You're preparing to ensure your computer isn't hacked. You're preparing for escape should a fire break out in your home or to protect your financial interests should love end in divorce. It will not today. I love my wife, even though she's a 15 on a 10 scale of angry at Dan Bongino. You got to get My Patriot Supply. You ensure everything in your life that matters. Your car, your home, everything. Your teeth, eyeglass insurance. How do you not have his food supply secured? That's, folks, that's crazy. You have to ensure your food supply. 
Same goes for building. It makes sense. It goes for building a, a food security plan. You cannot prepare for an emergency while the emergency is going on. I live in Florida. Hurricanes happen here all the time. The grocery shelves go barren like that. You show up to the local Walmart within, Paula, what do you think? Within two hours, there a bottle of water left anywhere? No. She's saying no. Of course not. You can't find anything. You can't find food, nothing. All right? The best way to prepare is to prepare now with my Patriot Supply. I've been encouraging you to do this for years. They're a great sponsor. They make high-quality products. A two-week food kit. Emergency food kit's a must-have. A great way to start. Order... Excuse me, order a few at the special price of only $75 when you go to preparewithdan.com. That's preparewithdan.com. These emergency food kits include meals that last up to 25 years in storage. 25. In Joe Biden language, 25 years in storage. <laughs> I've got to stop that. I can, wear, I can wear a joke out like nobody else. Wear it out. 25 years in storage. This food will last for a long time. Prepare yourself so there are no surprises. Go to preparewithdan.com. Preparewithdan.com. Pick up a couple. You will not regret it. Please ensure your food supply. It only makes sense. Okay. Uh, enough with Bernie. We've already lost 30 to 40 IQ points on Bernie. Hey, let me just point out one more thing. Uh, some hypocrisy by another darling of the liberal left, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. There was a yeah. piece up in the Washington Examiner. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Joe, blew Amazon out of New York in 2019 over tax breaks. But demanded one for herself in 2012 by John Gage, April 16, 2019. Again, oh. don't let any of that hypocrisy get in the way of telling us how AOC is a real warrior for the cause. She ran Amazon out of New York over a tax break. And then the story um, the story describes, excuse me, this book company. She was this, this, And in this book company, she wanted to get a tax break. So you don't like tax breaks unless they benefit you. But again, it's, it, the, the AOC support, it doesn't matter. That's not even, uh, they were tweeting me all day because I have it up at Bongino.com too. Mm. This is an hypocrisy. Amazon's a big company and she's a small company and that tax break is different. Yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, fine, you keep telling yourself that. That makes sense to you. I'm very sure it does. Your skull's like, what is that, about four inches? There's your skull. Your skull protrudes out to here. You got like a Martian <laughs> helmet on. I got this laser thing, right, that helps me with my joints. Maybe this laser thing. It's like, does it help your brain activity too? My gosh. I may need to rescue brains. Matter of fact, let me take a B12 shot. That's the, B, the vitamin oh. B12. I mean, maybe it'll save some neurons after listening to Bernie and AOC today. <laughs> We're on a roll today, Joe. Yes, I got an are. email. Some, uh, a supporter of the show was like, man, I love your show. But he thinks the YouTube, he thinks the mic, this the mic here, uh -huh. he thinks it distracts from the show. I, I don't think it's the real mic. It's not like yeah. a prop, folks. This wire goes to a an amp, and we record right. the podcast audio different. That's why it sounds different. The podcast for the for the video is right here. You see this little thing here? Sometimes you can see it. Yeah. So it's not a prop, and I, this is how we do the show. And I'm sorry if it bothers you a little bit, but he's like, some YouTubers don't like to see microphones. Hey, sorry, I love you, YouTube, but... You know, yeah. it's part of the show. It always has been. All right, final story of the day. CNS News, which does some really great reporting. I'll have this story in the show notes. Uh, more tax hysteria breaking out, Joe. Uh, you know, the, the misinformation on what's going on with tax policy in the country is legion. Uh, here's a piece by Terrence Jeffrey, who does a lot of phenomenal work on this topic. Joe, uh, 150 million people filed it. Well, there were 150 million. Let me just say this correctly. There were 150 million tax returns filed, right, mm -hmm. in this season? Mm -hmm. 50 million, a third of those filers, mm -hmm. paid $0 or less in income taxes. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to be clear because you're talking about Bernie. We gotta pay the fair share. The rich are not paying the fair share. It is all on the poor. Actually, <laughs> Bernie, a third of people are paying no taxes at all. Listen, I get it. I know Bernie's that you you burn feel the feel the burn. I know you're not interested in facts and data, okay? I know that. But to the sane people out there who listen to my show, a third of people who file taxes or a third of the filings are no have no tax liability at all. And as a as a, a, a snapshot from this piece, mm. this describes it right there. Thirty three point four percent were classified as non taxable returns, meaning people who filed them paid zero dollars less. Here's the kicker: it gets better. At the same time, Joe, eighty percent of all income taxes, in other words, eighty cents of every dollar of income taxes paid mm-hmm. that year. We're paid by tax return filers when adjusted gross incomes are $100,000 or more. You got to yeah. pay your fair share. Okay, Bernie. So people who make $100,000 or more are currently paying $80 out of every $100 in income taxes. What is your fair share, Bernie? Let me tell you a story. I have this <laughs> nail clipper, and this will clip a nail like no tomorrow. It's got a little <laughs> pink thing on the side for the ladies, a little blue for the gents. And if you get a hangnail, this is the nail clipper for you. Um, Bernie, are you ever going to answer the fair share? Let me tell you about this remote control. This <laughs> will control this TV. This one by... Holy shit. But, all right, Bernie, thank you. Okay, we're clearly not going to get to the fair share thing. People making yeah. over 100000 paid 80% of the taxes. Another portion of the CNS piece, another, another snippet from it. This Was it? No, no, that wasn't. Sorry, that was all uh, two points for the same. See, I'm confusing my wife. I'm confusing my wife, <laughs> who is already a 15 and is clearly annoyed at my Bernie Sanders voice. We may be employing this often. to the chagrin of many others another piece this is that this is the tax misinformation segment matt palumbo my resident uh fact checker at bongino.com wrote a great piece will be in the show notes today please read it please support his work by the way he has a book coming out what's the name of his book oh man paula do you remember the name of his book i forgot the name of it hold on folks i gotta look this up because you please support matt this is a great book Palumbo, I'm, I'm actually looking this up now in Amazon because it, it's really fantastic. Palumbo, see what comes up? Spygate, the book he helped me research with. Hold on, folks, and listen, it's, a, it's not a live show, but I treat it like a live show. Just give me a second because this is such a good book and I want to give this, here it is, here, here it is. The book is called Debunk This, Shattering Liberal Lies. It is available on Amazon. This is an awesome book. I've Previewed a copy. I wrote the forward. Go check it out. Debunk this by Matt Palumbo. If you ever wanted to debunk arguments by your liberal friends, this is the way to go. Matt wrote a great piece. Most Americans believe this liberal lie on tax day. Well, he covers two specific things. Uh, Piece number one is that, well, you know, we didn't get a tax cut. The Trump plan basically screwed us over. We're in the middle class and we're, we're, we're poor and we didn't get a tax cut. That is not true. As Matt points out in the piece and does a really good job, please read it. A better way to look at the Trump tax brackets and how they affected the rich and the poor would be to look at how it changed the distribution of taxes. Before the Trump tax cuts, the bottom 80% of earners paid roughly 33% of all federal income taxes. But ladies and gentlemen, they received 35% of the benefits from the Trump tax cuts. 
the bottom 80%, receive 35% of the benefits despite only paying 33% of all the taxes. The top 1% paid 27% of all federal taxes, but only received 21% of the tax cut, according to the center-left-leaning tax policy center. The only people who ended up paying more due to the Trump tax cuts were those who had their deductions capped at 10000 for state and local taxes. Those caps affected 8% of taxpayers, but most still saw net benefits from the tax cut. Folks, if you don't think you got a tax cut, the probability is... You are wrong. The probability is high that you have been misled. Second point, that only the rich benefited from this. Matt brings up in his piece, which is a good one as well. I'm sorry. uh, He's talking about the misinformation campaign. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to show you how the left is actually celebrating the misinformation campaign to get people to believe a few things. What we addressed in the CNS piece, that the middle class bear most of the tax burden. It's not true. The upper middle class and the wealthy do. Secondly, that the, that the poor are being uh, you know raked over the coals by our tax system. It's not true. 50%, uh, it's 33% of tax filings, 50 million of them, show no income tax liability at all. The income tax uh, cuts by Trump only benefited the rich. Not true. Just showed you that again. How the largest percentage of the tax benefits went to people at the bottom of the income uh, spectrum there. 80% at the bottom 80%, not the top 1%. But look at this tweet by noted propagandist and gaslighter, Matty Iglesias, who blocked me on Twitter, which is cool. I block everybody in the universe uh, too at times. Matty Iglesias at Vox. Vox with a V, not F, not Fox. Vox. This is a left-leaning site. He's proud of himself. John Harwood, an, M- an NBC guy, tweets, no wonder the Trump GOP tax cut is so unpopular. Just 17% of Americans think their taxes were cut. That is not the case, folks. The overwhelming majority of Americans got a tax cut. Listen to Matty Iglesias tweeting. He said he's celebrating this, Joe. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes to give themselves credit for this kind of messaging success, but progressive groups did a really good job of convincing people that Trump raised their taxes when the facts say a clear majority got a tax cut. They love it. The left is celebrating the fact that they lied to you. Remember what gaslighting is. Gaslighting is telling someone a lie, your taxes weren't cut, saying it confidently, everybody knows your taxes weren't cut. Mm-hmm. And then repeatedly saying it while isolating people from the truth. The truth is the overwhelming majority of Americans, upwards of 80, 90 percent of them, did in fact get a significant tax cut. When you isolate people from the truth and you don't put that out there, of course, they're going to believe you're gaslighting lies. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Please, again, pick up a copy of Matt's book. Sorry, I couldn't think we, we went back and forth on the title a few times and he's just putting the finishing touches on that was the only reason I couldn't remember it but it's a fantastic book Debunk This he's a good friend he writes great articles on the website Debunk This available on Amazon by Matt Palumbo go check it out there's all kinds of tidbits of information like this you need to uh, debate your liberal friends prior to the 2020 election hey thanks again for tuning in Uh, the visuals on the show may be a little bit different We're going to have to jerry-rig some stuff, Mm. but we will be there for you for the Mueller report. Don't worry. And please check us out, youtube.com slash Bongino. There's going to be a lot to talk about. Get ready, folks. Buckle up. It's going to be an interesting few days.
See you tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.